This show is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com. Welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the podcast where we discuss topics we believe requires critical and nuanced thinking. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at saythiscast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at saythiscast and go to saythiscast.com if you want to hear previous episodes. Hey, party podcast people. Welcome. My name is Nicole, and I'm joined here by my co-host, who will be leading today. Um, and his name is Genre. Did you say leading or leaving? Leading. I Okay. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, am I fired? Shit. I'm not re-recording <laughs> this, so your little interruption stays. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. so, oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh... <laughs> Before we get completely off track, too late, um, we are going to be talking about uh, disability and how our nation's disability or or Social Security insurance works. Sure are. And I don't have experience in this department, but uh, my good friend John Rose sure does. <laughs> Tell the class about your situation oh my god it sounds like you're reading off of like like lines off your hand in front of like, <laughs> like a recital <laughs> i got a blank piece of paper in front of me this is just what eight hours at a nine to five does to me <laughs> today we are going to talk about uh disability and there are two kinds of basically what we call disability. There is SSI or supplemental security income and SSDI, which is social security disability insurance. We're going to be talking about SSDI. So social security disability insurance or social security is uh, when someone who has previously worked uh, has built up what's called work credits, uh, basically a work history. And then they go to the Social Security Administration and say, I cannot work anymore. I have built up work credits. I would like to get Social Security, please. And we're going to talk about that long and involved process because I just reached the end end point of it a few days ago. It's really great. So to start off, when you determine that you are disabled, meaning uh, you... For some reason, you cannot work a normal job, and it is not possible for you to work at all for some reason. Like, you you have a congenital heart problem, or you have a joint pain, something, like chronic pain. I, I cannot work because I have chronic pain. So the first thing that you do is you go on their site, and you have to fill out this intense long form you have to detail who you are where you've worked before how much you're you've made and what exactly is wrong with you this is where we run into one of the big issues with the way that the united states takes care of their uh disabled citizens the whole point The whole process is to keep people from getting SSDI. There are multiple gates, and at each one you are being evaluated for what you say, how you say it, 
And if if they determine that they believe you, then you get accepted into the land of monthly monthly money. But they don't want you to do that. They don't want to accept you at all because the system is set up more to weed out liars than to help people that need it. With me so far, Nicole? Oh, yeah. Um, um, fuck the United States. <laughs> um, you know, just lingering on the fact that we like just try and uh, convince but like everything about this system is about uh, disproving people or saying like this person is unworthy because of X or this person is lying because of Y. It's real gross. It is. And as someone that has gone through this process three or four times, it gets weird. So the first step, like I said, is to fill out this form and tell them exactly what the issue is. One of the major problems with people with disability is, is it a visible disability or not? A visible disability is you've lost a leg or you're blind or something like that. Something that is easily identifiable that someone can look at you or look at your medical records and say, okay, this person clearly can't work because they're quadriplegic. So yes, they will get disability. Someone like me with an invisible disability, as it's called, uh, someone with chronic pain or joint pain. Uh, I know a few people that have issues with their hands or their legs or something like that. They can still function. They can still do stuff, but they can't do it regularly and they can't do it in a way that would be conducive to a to like an employment. You know, like I could do stuff, but I can't be like depended on to do it regularly. This is one of the reasons why our podcast is, is every two weeks. To give me time in case I get sick. So when we're going through that first system, you fill the, all that out and you send it to a social security administrator. They have to then go through that. They contact your doctors. They contact like maybe previous employers, they they do like a lot of due diligence to make sure that you're not a goddamn liar. If they determine for whatever reason that you don't uh, qualify, like, oh, this person's in pain all the time, but they can still lift a jug of milk, so clearly they can get a part-time job or something like that. That process takes six months. So... You can't work. You can't get a job. You can't get even get a part-time job because if you work at least a little bit, then they'll say, oh, you can work and they'll throw it out. And I'm talking like five hours a week or something, not like an actual job, because obviously you can't work because you're applying for this. Mm -hmm. Like you might be able to take something under the table if they don't find out. This process takes about six months before you even hear about if it got in. Nine times out of 10, it does not. Because, like I said, they want to make sure that you don't get anything. And <laughs> That's also, the whole, yeah. It sounds like they're 
or it doesn't sound like their bar. Their bar is like not comfortably work, not work at like not be able to work in a sustainable way, like literally at all be able to work. It's why I would never try and file for disability, even though like I have a lot of fucking pain and every day I am in pain because like I can still kind of do stuff. <laughs> like they don't, they don't care about that type of shit. If I, no. the fact that I can means that like I can for money, yeah, for eight exactly. hours exactly <laughs> eight hours every day. Like I had a I had a job and I loved this job. I was working at a um a doctor's office doing IT for them. Like really light work. They said I could leave at any time I want. I had flexible hours. I only worked like fifteen hours a week. Uh, on days that I could, and I still couldn't do it. But because I could do that for a little while and then quit, the the previous time that I went through this process, they were like, no, nah, you can work. What do you, what? Mm -hmm. It's just set up so you can't, so the person applying can't do anything. Like, especially during that intervening time. You're just sitting there waiting. You try to fill your days with something, like podcasting. So then... When you get denied, and I'm not saying if, I'm saying when you get denied, you then uh, try to get, uh, you try to go there again and say, look, no, I'm seriously disabled. Uh, I want you to look at it again. It gets sent to another person that then tries to make a determination over the course of another couple, three months. We're getting close to a year after you first apply, by the way. They go over it and they say yay or nay. Usually it's nay. Nobody, like, again, they don't want to give you money. Here's the worst part. <laughs> and after, after we go through just the process, we can talk about, like, what the, what the effects are and uh, what it can do to a person. But after that, then you can say, no, I do want to do this. I want to go in front of a judge and they would make the ultimate determination. So after that, after you get denied the second time, you have to apply to go see a judge. You have to fill out the paperwork again. You have to go get your records and all of your medical records. And I'm saying all of them go to all the hospitals that you've been to, all the doctors, all the specialists and get these pieces of paper and fill them out, send them into the government. After all that, then you wait like another year because the courts are constantly backed up and you have to go in front of a judge. This, my friends, is the worst part because you have to go to a courthouse. You have to uh, go into a room in front of a judge, an employment expert, and hopefully you got a lawyer because you actually have to get a lawyer you don't have to. You can do it on your own. Do not do that. If anybody is going in front of judge for disability, find a lawyer. You have to go in there and you have to explain to them in detail why you cannot work. This is, and this is the, the, the part that I always dread because as someone and just as a person, and I'm sure many people are like this, they want to work. You want to contribute. You want to earn a living. You want to do all this. You have to tell this judge exactly why you are unable to do the thing that you want to do. 
in detail with accompanying paperwork. It's re- it really is mind-blowing to me that just in terms of this whole process, and with me, it's taken about two and a half years since I first uh, applied. And I just saw a judge the other day, and I'm not going to hear back about their determination for another couple months. So it'll be like three years since, uh, since I first applied. Through all this process, it is set up to just keep beating people down and to keep trying to push people away from getting this assistance. SSDI works off of work credits, so you had to be able to work before, and it is determined by how much you have made over the course of your working history. So we're not even talking about SSI, which is just for people that just have disability, they don't have work credits, they, and for other reasons. I'm not getting into that. But this, this whole process, and it's a, this process has been set up and it is run specifically, like I said, to keep people from succeeding. And I want everybody to think about that. Like the, and this is the, the truth for a lot of our government systems, which is why I'm using this as an example for SNAP benefits, for WIC, for things you have to prove beyond, beyond a shadow of doubt that you need this assistance. You can't just say, I need it give them the paperwork that says that has multiple doctors saying, yes, this person can't do this. Yes. Because if there's one doctor that says, "Eh," which happened to me, actually one, one doctor that I saw for five minutes, he, he said that I was being performative. This was in his record and that screwed up my whole process up, up to the judge. If one doctor says that, then you're screwed. What a and remember, cunt. yeah, the the it was, and I can definitely get into that like in a little bit. But any hitch, anything that comes up, has the potential to it completely explode the whole thing. The one good thing is the way that it's set up. You are basically the clock starts ticking when you click submit. You submit all the paperwork originally. And at that time, you say, I cannot work at that point. No matter how long it takes, and well, not up to three years, actually. But um, up to that point, if you go through the whole process, then they backdate it and they give you payments back to when you first applied. So if I actually get it, then I'll get the payments that I was owed since two years ago which is great yeah but will i (laughs) yeah it could be worse they could shaft you completely but yeah they could still shaft you completely it's much easier to shaft me like just saying nah so um i had to see a judge like i i saw um the judge my lawyer over video chat thankfully so we didn't have to go into the courthouse uh and also, thankfully, it was a different judge than I saw last time who, and here's the, here's the final thing that I'll say that I want everybody to think about. There are, uh, there are 
uh, Social Security judges. Like, this is what they do. They just listen to cases like this. Some of them just do not want to approve anything. Like, that is their, that is their whole deal. Like, some judges actually are proud of their denial rate. Mm-hmm. These are the people that are supposed to be making the determination if you are disabled or not, as you're in front of them, as you're trying to explain in detail why you are fucked up. And there are multiple judges that say, no, I'm going to try my best to find a way to keep this person from getting assistance. This is, this is the situation for many, many, many people that are disabled or many people that are disabled for a little while because you might have been injured so much that you can't work for an extended period of time. You might have a closed period. You could only, you couldn't work for a year and you still could uh, apply. But this, this whole system is made to keep pushing people away and keep pushing people down even though with ssdi that's your money that's social security that's what it's there for but they're trying to keep you from the money that you sent them just for this purpose yeah it's crazy and that's the process (laughs) we really do live in a system where the idea of one person one person accessing their social security early because it's theirs should be accessing it early so fallaciously is more important than the idea of hundreds or more likely thousands or even millions of people probably more like thousands let me not be hyperbolic but like many hundreds (laughs) of thousands of people Right. Going through this protracted fucking disability law. That's actually probably millions. Never mind. Sorry. Um I started hundreds of about- thousands at the very least, but probably in a our country has like three hundred fifty four four hundred million people in it. I fifteen percent of the population worldwide is disab- is disabled. It's probably Christ. higher in the United States. Yeah. Uh and that's the World Bank saying that. So they're their standards are probably as rigorous and monstrous as the United States. So, um, <laughs> rigorous and monstrous. So. Uh, I think we have a podcast title. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. yeah. So probably millions of people going through this process and then hundreds of thousands of people who are probably disabled, not getting their, their, uh, disability because of the one person the i not even the reality but the idea of one person getting away with it yeah and when we when we talk about this this is social security so this also this is the same line of thinking when like back in the 80s with reagan and and welfare queens this is the same this is the same way of thinking it's there are people that want to that want to take over the system or take take advantage of our good graces as a country. And we can't let that happen because then if everybody did that, then there wouldn't be enough money to go to the actual needy people. Because 
so many people try to screw over the government through this long protracted system. And also it's a pittance. <laughs> also it's a fucking pittance. It like, is. It is a pittance, yes. <laughs> so so that's also important to this conversation. Disability is not something that you want to live off of. Um, mm. which is another issue that that we should talk about at some point and that as a society we should talk about but disability is just in terms of like the monetary amount that you are given is made as um unattractive as possible as something that you want for yourself so not only do they make you go through this process but then afterwards you cannot work and also they don't give you that much money you can't you can't work either like while you're getting disability there is the possibility that you can work in enough to make under a thousand dollars a month but that might screw you up anyway because yeah. they keep checking in under like, a fucking thousand yeah a so, month a month which is like i i don't know I feel like everybody who listens to this podcast probably has some bills to pay or has mm -hmm. like, I don't think that we have children listening to this podcast, but on the off chance, God, I hope not. <laughs> but on the off chance that we do, um, one go away, but, but not before you listen. <laughs> yeah, we to swear this. a whole lot. <laughs> I, yeah. Didn't. Yeah. So one go away, but number two, life costs a lot of fucking money. And just so you know, like, $50,000, which is the base salary for, like, probably, like, a little bit low, but for most uh, entry-level positions that, like, at a professional level is about 50000 That's more than 1000 a month, just so you know. So just, Jesus. Really? I believe. So, so much. Hold on. Am I being... I'm I'm being a dumb fuck, aren't I? Hold on. No. I mean, I mean, honestly, I think I think 50,000... It's a little uh, bit... It's, it's about 1,000. It's a little bit... Un, so 50,000 is a little bit under $1,000 a month. Just a little bit. But with $1,000 a month, you're not paying... Like, rent... The median rent is $1,200 in the country, um, in the inner cities, depending on where you are. Um, it's probably 1,500, even, I think in Virginia, in like West Bumblefuck fucking Virginia, it's still like $1,300. So you're not paying rent, let alone no. like feeding yourself. Like you're not living alone, obviously. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness. I mean, the, the thing is that if I want to get SSI, so social security insurance, like just money because I can't work they would actually look at my finances, how much I've made and how much my wife makes. Because if she makes too much, then you, I wouldn't get any um, social yeah. security. So they, want you, so they want you fucking yeah. poor, bro. Like, like, oh, yeah. like they want you fucking without anything, a pot to piss in. And, yeah. the, and the SSI ain't going to give you a pot to piss in. Mm -mm. It's going to give you a enough money to catch the bus to window shop for a pot. <laughs> I mean, here's the, I mean, this is, this thing, this is one thing that blows my mind just about SSI. There are mo many, 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 many disabled people that fall in love. They have relationships. They want to get married. They do not get married because their spouse, their, their potential spouse would make too much and they would lose that on their on their SSI. Yep. So 
it's a form yeah so when people say uh gay people can get married so marriage equality exists um just you can slide the whole as like dis like disabled people don't have equal um marriage under the law currently it's a completely different issue we're just talking about um ableism more generally (laughs) hi nora hi nora woof thank you (laughs) that was more of a hand touch i said shake shake my hand oh she's not shaking wow she wants to go out (laughs) anyways i'm sorry she was doing a lot (laughs) she was really trying there (laughs) um fuck where were we we were just talking oh ableism Ableism. i mean yeah and this this is we started off talking about SSDI, but I think just um, going out from that, just talking a little about ableism, just in the way that our country is run, we have a lot of issues because people don't want to think about the disabled. People don't want to think about like how we treat the, and I hate saying this, but how we treat the least among us. You know, like I, like, thankfully, my wife has a job. And thankfully, she did not get fired during the pandemic. If if we didn't have that, then we would be out on the street because I can't work. Like, what would we do? You know. And yeah. there are there are many different solutions that the 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 country can take to to keep that from happening. One of the things is UBI, not just disability, but just a cash payment for everybody every month. There's, um, there's a overhaul of our social security system. None of these are going to happen because when politicians think about disabled people, they just, one, they just think about people in wheelchairs. Let's, let's be honest. And two, they, we don't really comprise a huge part of the electorate. You know, like either that or we're folded in like someone like me, I wouldn't be considered a disabled voter. I would be considered a black voter. Why would they listen? (laughs) You know, why would they try to fix something? Yeah. So I think the I think the the last thing I'll say is when you see someone that parks in a a handicapped space and gets out and does not have a cane or something like that. There might be a reason. Or when you see someone that doesn't, basically when you see someone that doesn't look disabled, but has the, has the ability to do stuff. No, that's stupid. What the fuck am I saying? I'm trying mind to explain fucking, invisible. Mind your I'm, fucking business. If somebody says they're yeah, fucking disabled, <laughs> if somebody says they're fucking disabled, what does it cost you just to fucking believe them? Exactly. Because dis- disability comes in a lot of different forms and fashions, but also the shit that they're asking you to do isn't that fucking complicated. Yeah. And it, really the this whole process that I'm talking about going through um the disability process, going going in front of a judge and Actually, if if this does not work out, if the judge determines that I am not disabled for some reason, the last part is either saying screw it or sending that to a panel of judges so they can look it over, which would take about six months at least. 
then they would send it back to the judge that made the decision to read to redo the 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 court hearing because that makes sense the same judge that's the same judge because that makes a hell of a lot of sense you appeal the judge then it gets sent back to the same judge who is probably annoyed Uh, with you at this point yeah (laughs) because you're supposed to give up yeah (laughs) At any point of this process, you are supposed to give up, say, screw it, I'm not going to do it. And so many people get to even the court point and say, I can't do this, or I won't do this, or I can't get to the courthouse. I can't find a lawyer. These things are physically impossible for me because I'm disabled. Thankfully, I am able, I was able to to do this, but if you if you basically the two things the ma- the major things are yes think about how in your life you're you might be ableist you look upon people like with disdain or something like that everybody has an ism that they have to deal with multiple isms but the other thing is if you have the the opportunity to vote for someone that actually wants to fix the social security system Please do it. <laughs> please, for the love of God. Yeah, please. Um, Nora, stop. <laughs> That's the episode. I'm so sorry. My baby Nora is is hungry. She ain't got no food left. She she has no treats, and she must eat treats. Please pay us. She must eat treats. She must, she must eat, eat, treats. eat treats. She must eat treats. There's no question about it. There's no she needs to. There's no she wants to. She must. It is an imperative. And that's why we she beats would like... me when she doesn't eat. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was about to say blink twice if you need help, but we're audio. I can't see. <laughs> I do need help. She's staring at me. And she's oh been fucking, and she been coming after me for the last 30 minutes because she wants to go upstairs. I'm scared. Help. <laughs> if you want to help, if you want to help Nicole out, then uh, there are a few different ways to support the show. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> There's coffee, ko-fi.com slash say this cast. Um, you can spend a, uh, a single, um, a payment to us if you like to support the show just that way like one time or you can uh become a patron you can go to patreon.com slash say this cast and uh you can go at different levels one five ten twenty there are multiple levels that you can do if you do the ten dollar level uh then you get special extra content we've been putting out little mini episodes of different things uh, continuing conversations and random topics, things like that. So uh, go to patreon.com slash say this cast. All right. So uh, we had a really frustrating topic, uh, mm-hmm. especially for me, but now we can talk about happy things. So Nicole, what is making you so happy? Very happy this week. Happy, happy. Um, I joyful no longer have any free time so um (laughs) i don't have like much in the way of media 
I've been playing The Sims, um, which I wouldn't recommend. It's a very empty game. Um, but I've been playing The Sims 4 because the new expansion pack, Cottage Living, just came out. Um, and you can do a little bit of farming, not a lot. Um, and I have been really enjoying playing um, a lesbian who is fucking her way through the um, through the town um, cool. with her in her little growing polycule, stealing uh, a farmer man's uh, wife and spiriting her way away and such. Uh, that's been really fun. And I am also thankful for my favorite friend and dog um, who isn't staring me down in an intimidating <laughs> fashion. I, I, I love Nora, my dog, my favorite. Please stop looking at me. <laughs> What's making you happy, Jonah? Well, one, that I don't have to stress about this court date anymore. That's really great. hey um, Thank God. Uh, the other thing is that um, I don't know if I've talked about CrossCode uh, on, the, on, this, on this show before. Uh, CrossCode is uh, kind of a Metroidvania game, you know, as I do. Uh, and it has this really, really great story. Really, it's like um, it has a more um, uh, pixelated graphics and it doesn't have voice acting, but the Dot writing hack. is. <laughs> <laughs> the writing is superb the the story i've been playing this game for 30 hours and i think i'm halfway through and there was a scene that i was playing just before i got online with nicole where the like the main character she got into a fight with her best friend and they weren't talking and then they just made up and i'm all like oh my god <laughs> i'm so happy for them really really great game yeah. uh I highly suggest it. Um, CrossCode. Uh, it's on. What didn't you play it on Switch? Yeah, it's on PC and Switch. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to laugh, look into the way that they announced that shit. They were like, "When pigs fly," and then they were like, "Pigs are flying. It's coming." <laughs> and then it took like a year, and they were like, "This shit was in HTML5, so fuck you. It's gonna take how long? It's gonna take." <laughs> And that then they put it out. Love the, that makes me love the game even more. Oh my god! But yeah, it's um, it's a really just wonderful gem. Uh, and um, if you if you like the video games, then uh, definitely check that out. Um, so thanks awesome. everybody for wait, uh wait. listening to us. Shouldn't have to say this. We put our episodes out twice a week. Were you saying something? Sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. Um. Huh? If you like CrossCode, or um, if you're not into CrossCode, there's also an old game, but a good game. Uh, it's actually a series called Dot Hack. Um, Dot Hack GU has a trilogy out. Has the trilogy out on Steam. Dot Hack really? GU is really, really good. Um, and by really, really good, I mean really long and emotional. And not very good because it was a early PS2 game, but I love it dearly. And it has a lot of themes that are similar to the ones in CrossCode. So if you have any interest in that, you should also look into Dot Hack. Sorry. Oh damn! <laughs> this looked cool. <laughs> Fuck! It was very good, and I should have realized long ago that I was gay while I was playing it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, those are always the the funnest things. Like like you you're listening to to a song or or a piece of media. And you're like, wait, 
fuck. Who wordy? I'm gay. <laughs> and I always son, have been. Son of a bitch. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to I Shouldn't Have to Say This. We put our episodes out twice a week. Uh if twice a week. Wow, twice a month. That is that would be way too much. Um you can I'm go not to say this cast. No, I'm not either. Mm-mm. If you like the music that we play on the show, then you can visit store.mustinenterprises.com. That is M-U-S-T-I-N. Uh, you can get the theme song, which is called Mario Bay Breeze, and or our previous music on all of our all of our shows. So store.mustinenterprises.com. Nicole, where can we find you online? Um, nowhere, but also on Twitter at uh, Jack of Three Trades. It was like three is in the number. I uh, am in a combative mood, so I might be posting some hot takes in the hopes that somebody will take some bait. Um, but usually <laughs> I don't post that much. Where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at PressStartLock, and I'm usually in a combative mood with <laughs> different things. Sometimes I, I uh, just go into threads and and speak my mind and see what happens i don't know sometimes i get bored so <laughs> at press start lock on twitter i should have to say this is a member of the planetside podcast network to learn more go to planetsidepodcasts.com I wanted to insinuate, I thought the better of it, but I was insinuating that people were hypocrites by canceling DaBaby, but not canceling Doja Cat when she said the F slur 52,000 times. And I was really hoping that somebody would argue with me, but no one did before I deleted it. Heartbreaking. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Fucking heartbreaking, man. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um... It would have been such a dumb argument too, I and I would have won because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you said it, so yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I deleted it because I was like, I nobody took the bait after an hour, and I was like, God damn, this is just exposing myself. At this point. <laughs> it's gonna be like thirty years from now, so I'm gonna be like, so um, thirty years ago, you said um, that Doja Cat was wrong for saying the F slur and then doubling down on saying the F slur and saying that she's gonna continue to say the F slur. I am literally shaking. <laughs> You're <canceled>. okay. <laughs> like, wow, I, I didn't want that to happen, so I deleted it. <laughs> Man, that that is a whole story. <laughs> I'm literally (laughs) shaking.